This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland here with you. Uh, Randy Bachman of Bachman-Turner Overdrive there made some news not that long ago when he found a guitar that was either stolen from him or he lost a long, long time ago. Uh, Randy Bachman, who we, we've had on this show. He was a fun interview. Um, before he was in Bachman-Turner Overdrive, he was in the Guess Who. He's from Canada. And a long time ago, uh, his guitar got stolen. Uh, his favorite guitar. And he had evident, evidently been looking for it for years. And someone sent him a message saying they think they saw the guitar. Somebody, some Japanese guy was playing it in Japan. And so Randy Bachman uh, was looking around online, and he he found the guy. And sure enough, it was his guitar. He remembered a couple of marks on it. And... You know, he, he said he he wrote some of his biggest songs on this guitar, and it was his favorite guitar. And he got in contact with the person in Japan, and they they started talking online. And sure enough, I mean, they they came up with a with a with a price, and I, I evidently Randy Bachman is going to fly to Japan to go get his his missing guitar from a long, long, long time ago. And he's not the only one. I just saw a video that the Doors guitar player, Robbie Krieger, made recently, saying he's looking for a guitar. It's a Gibson that he lost right after the Doors made their second album. He said it's the guitar that he auditioned for the Doors with. It's the guitar he wrote the song Light My Fire with. It's the guitar he played on the first two Doors albums. It's the guitar he played when the Doors played on the Ed Sullivan show. It's a, it's a Gibson guitar that he bought at a pawn shop in Santa Monica, California, when he was a kid. 
and he he he's looking for that guitar. So, I mean, you're talking this guitar's been gone for for around 50 years, upwards of 50 years, and he um he he put the serial number of the guitar online because there was an old picture of the guitar and and somebody uh saw the serial number on it and blew it up and and he was able to so Robbie Krieger is like if if you see it, th- this guitar it's a specific type of Gibson and, and uh, I I think it's I don't know like a dark red color um he said I'm looking for this guitar and I would I would love to get it back it's pretty cool how um well, Randy Bachman found his guitar, and and hopefully Robbie Krieger will 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 find his guitar. I mean, so much history there, and with Krieger's guitar, I mean, I'm a Doors fan. I mean, there's so much Doors history there. You know, he just he just wrote a book. He he finally wrote a book. He was the last surviving member of the doors to, to to write a book and and he wanted to uh to give everybody his spin on everything because he said he noticed a couple of things in his former bandmates books and a few things in the Oliver Stone movie the doors that he wanted to he wanted to straighten out he, he said I remember it a little bit different so he just he just wrote a book and and he just released it it's called Set the Night on Fire because you know, he, he wrote Light My Fire. He wrote that song when he was 18 years old. So what are the chances? All right, these rock stars, they finally get their, their long-gone guitars back, right? But then 10 years down the line, they just auction it off anyway. Well, who knows what they're going to do with it? They can do whatever they want with it because it's their guitar. Yeah. But... Those guys would probably give it to a family member, a a, a kid or a grandkid, or, or or you know something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of sentimental, but if I if I've been missing something for more than five to ten years, I just figure I can live life without it, and it's not that serious. I forget about stuff like that, even if it's something that I really cherish. If I lose it and ten years go by, I just forget about it. Well, I, evidently, Krieger had forgot about. His his lost Gibson for a uh, for a long time. He said it just disappeared one day from the rehearsal uh, room, from the rehearsal space that they that the Doors used to rehearse in. But that would be uh, that would be pretty cool to to see if 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 somebody out there has it. I mean, if they know it, you know, there's been great guitar stories before about about guitar legends getting old guitars back it was joe perry from aerosmith went through a divorce when aerosmith uh wasn't at their best time financially and he had to sell his favorite guitar a a guitar that you hear on a lot of those old old aerosmith songs because he went through a divorce and he needed to cash. Guess who ended up having it? And and not only did he have it, 
He gave it back to Joe Perry as a birthday present for free. Slash. Hey. <laughs> Slash from Guns N' Roses. Well, that, that explains, that, that that explains was, the free part, yeah. He doesn't Joe, need the money. Joe Perry couldn't believe it. He said, I got chills up my spine. He said, I, I couldn't believe when Slash uh, walked up to me one day and he, he said, here, this is yours. And sure enough, it was it was Joe Perry's uh, favorite guitar from when he was young and he did a lot of Aero, old Aerosmith on it, but, but he lost it in the... In the divorce, I mean, he needed cash. Uh, um, yeah, we always hear these cool antiquity stories when it comes to guitars, but you never hear about it when it comes to, like, xylophones or accordions. No, even though there there have been some classics on xylophone and accordion, uh, Coleman, not as many classics on those instruments as as electric guitars. Nobody's looking for missing bagpipes or anything like that? Not not, not here. Maybe, <laughs> may, you know, may, maybe in Ireland, but but, but not here. All right, coming up on the show today, there's a woman who is suing her children's school district because she was volunteering at her children's public school. She was volunteering until they found out she had an OnlyFans site, and they they said, you're not allowed to, to volunteer with us anymore. She said, what? She is now suing the school district. I mean, you can't, you can't be on OnlyFans naked and still volunteer at your children's school. What, what does one have to do with the other? Um, we're going we're gonna, to uh, talk about that. We have, a, we have a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterlind. So we learned yesterday what we had a feeling about two days ago. That the 
quarterback of the Saints, Jameis Winston, will be out for the season. He tore his ACL ligament in his knee, and uh, he also hurt his MCL ligament in the knee. And they're saying uh, it's going to take anywhere from nine months to 12 months for him to uh, come back and play football from that. And, you know, yesterday on our show, during our Big O segment, which we do a, a little bit after 7 each morning, I asked you who you wanted to see quarterbacking the Saints on Sunday. Is it, is it time for QB2, Taysom Hill? He's been out with a concussion. But but they say that um, he's doing well in the protocol, and he should be uh, he should be back this week, and 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 ready to go. Or, or would you rather see Trevor Simeon start Sunday and have Taysom Hill be the the Swiss Army knife that he normally is? Which would would which would you rather see? Uh, the, Sean Payton didn't say much yesterday. He said, eh, "We'll go to practice and we'll we'll figure it out, and you know we'll, we'll get everybody ready to play." I mean, I mean, is is Taysom one? Uh, Taysom Hill is he a QB one? I, I know his biggest weakness at the quarterback position is uh, is is throwing the ball accurately downfield. That, that's his biggest weakness. Trevor Simeon got the job done on, on Sunday, along with the Saints' defense, in that, in that big win over the uh, defending champions. And, you know, yesterday on the show, I, I, I w- w- was, was thinking where Sunday's Saints win against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where it ranked. When it, because it was a special victory. I, I mean, you, you beat the champions with QB3, your third-string quarterback. And I can only think of, uh, of, of, of three games, three wins, that you could say were bigger than the win two days ago. That was when they when they won the Super Bowl, and then the the game before that, the NFC Championship game, and, and then the, the Atlanta Falcons game here in the Superdome, the, the first game back after Hurricane Katrina, the Steve Gleason blocking the punt game. I Those three games were the, the biggest wins the Saints ever had, and that that went on Sunday, right up there behind nose. I, I I thought, and we'll see what Sean Payton does on on Sunday. But I but I noticed online a lot of people talking, a lot of Saints fans 
there's a there's a bunch of people who say it's Taysom Hill's turn. He's QB two. He's the one who got beaten out by Jameis Winston, so he's next in line. But the way I look at it, if Trevor Simeon can can get the job done, why not start him and 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 keep Taysom Hill as the Swiss Army knife, so he can come in. He plays quarterback a few plays. He, he comes in. He, he play receiver for a few plays. He still uh, I mean, trying to block a punt. I mean, you know, does a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this thing over here, a little bit of that thing down there. Why not? Why 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 not keep it like that when uh, when they play the Atlanta Falcons this Sunday here at the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans? But has a reason why Coach made. Taysom Hill QB2 instead of Trevor Simeon, right? So you would have to go with Taysom. There's a logic behind it. You know, you can't just jump ship and say, hey, even though we put you as QB2, we're going to rock QB3 because we find that you're more valuable as the Swiss Army Knife. If that was the case, they would have made him the Swiss Army Knife without even playing around with the QB2 position for Taysom Hill. There's a reason why he is QB2 instead of third string of Swiss Army Knife. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But it, but if but if Trevor Simeon is more accurate throwing the ball down the field, then he would be QB two, right? What, what, from everything we know, he is more accurate throwing the ball down the field than than Taysom Hill. Um, you know, Taysom Hill's strength is is his legs, is is him running, and, and when they when they bring him in. On those those certain plays, a, lo- a lot of times they bring him in to run the ball. So it'll it'll hey it'll it'll be interesting. But what a what an immense win on Sunday. Uh, Ricky says, "Let's keep Trevor in there for now because our defense is playing great and they're picking up the slack." The defense for the Saints has been really, really good the last couple of years. They, they've been they've been great. I mean, Demario Davis is playing linebacker as well as anyone in the NFL right now. Marshawn Lattimore plays cornerback as well as any cornerback in the NFL right now. I just feel like it's a waste to have Taysom here QB two position if you're not going to go with a QB two at the QB one is out right. That's sort of the reason why you have the backup quarterback at the second string quarterback in the event of the first string quarterback being injured like this situation. So I, it just feels weird skipping the three. Coleman, I, I I understand that, and on most NFL teams, that's the thinking. At every position, you've got a depth chart. But with the Saints, the quarterback position is a little bit different because there's hardly any other quarterback in the NFL who does all the different things that Taysom Hill does. So it sounds like he's being punished for being good at everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> it sounds like he has to suffer for being such a great football player that he can play a role that the Saints may be lacking on in a game instead of doing what he probably really wants to do, which is be the team leader at this time of need and be the quarterback and lead the team. But instead, he has to play these you know, these other little roles. He has to play concession stand. He has to play referee. He has to do all these other things besides being the QB2 like he was assigned. 
Well, we'll see how practice goes this week. But, um, and then that's all, that's all Coach Sean Payton said. He, 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 he'll go out and practice and see, see how it goes. Another injury in New Orleans sports, which is huge, an extremely large injury, is the injury to the star of the Pelicans, Zion Williamson. He had foot surgery in the offseason, and it was announced yesterday he's going to miss at least another two to three weeks. I mean, he's already missed... He's already missed the first, what, week or two of the season, and now now he's going to miss at least another two to three weeks. That's a nightmare. They, they, nobody said anything to any of the fans about Zion Williamson having an, an operation on his foot in the offseason. Nobody said anything to any of the fans about this this, this generational player. This guy who only comes around once a generation. But his size and what he can do. I mean, he, was, he averaged 27 points a game last year. You, you take that out of the Pelicans lineup, that's why they've only won one of their first, what, what are they, one in five, something like that, one in six to start the season. And this has been an absolute disaster for the man who's in charge of the New Orleans Pelicans, David Griffin. He's 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 been in charge now for three years, and so far his three years here have been a complete failure, a complete disaster. I mean an absolute disaster his three years have been. And and he came in as someone who was supposed to bring this team to the next level, he had won an NBA championship when he was in charge of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, that's because he had LeBron James at the time. But the the, the Pelicans desperately need Zion Williamson back. I mean, I've watched a couple of their games, and I'm a huge Pelicans fan. Huge, and they're they're tough to watch. Without without Zion, it looks like they've got some of the pieces of the puzzle of who to put around him and Brandon Ingram. It looks like they've got those guys, um, but but without Zion Williamson, it's it's been a been a struggle. Yeah, for the past three seasons, I could remember there seems to be a curse with the Pelicans and the Saints. We talked yesterday about it. Seems like for the past three seasons for New Orleans Saints, they're whether it's Drew Brees or, in this case, Jameis Winston, the quarterback is out for a duration of the season because of an injury in midseason. They had to find a backup quarterback to take the place of the original. Now, with the Pelicans, it seems like ever since Zion got drafted to New Orleans, there's something that prevents him from starting the season off, whether he gained too much weight or whether he had a family emergency. No, no, this is his third year as a Pelican, Coleman, and in each year, each year there's been an injury. Exactly. So it's, it's something going on with New Orleans sports. I don't know where this occurs, but around this time, either Zion can't make the, the season for some reason or our quarterback for New Orleans Saints is out for some reason. The past three years, I've noticed that pattern. But, boy, do I miss uh, watching Zion Williamson play play basketball. Boy, oh, boy. 
So another two to three weeks for him, and then we we will see what the uh, what the Saints do with their with their QB gig as the uh, as the week moves on. And and I've seen people on 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 both sides of the spectrum. I've seen a lot of people on social media say, "Hey, it's Taysom Hill's turn." I've seen a bunch of people on social media say, "Hey, Trevor Simeon got the job done." Start him, keep Taysom Hill in the role that he's in so he could still continue to help us in that way. So uh, we will we will see. All right, coming up on the show. Hey, there's something, if you're a television fan, something pretty iconic that is going up for auction. And also, got to tell you about the uh, woman who is suing her children's public school district because they're not letting her volunteer anymore because they found out she's on OnlyFans. We got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. So, there's a group of a guy of 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 guys from a couple of different bands but if you ever wanted to know what Chris Cornell would have sounded like singing for Pearl Jam you have the answer to that question they're called Temple of the Dog it's the 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 group Cornell started to pay tribute to the late great Andrew Wood who sang and died and if he never died there would have never been a Pearl Jam on Bayou 95.7. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O., here with you. You know, we always look out for you if you listen to our radio show and you listen to our radio station. Uh, we always we we always keep our eyes open when it comes to uh, helping you out in, in your, in, with your health in your life. And... I was just reading where scientists have studied how the height of a woman's high heels can boost their orgasms. <laughs> if, if you're a woman or you know a woman who is trying to achieve the best magic O, the the best orgasm you you can have the answer could be on your shoe rack according to scientists they say now look i will admit these are chinese scientists but they're scientists they say the size of a woman's heel on her shoe counts a lot. According to scientists in China, wearing shoes that have at least a two-inch heel is said to stimulate the muscle that also helps a woman climax. Who so, comes, first of all, who comes up with these studies? I have a theory. I'm not a scientist, but... I believe that some doctor or some scientist in China right now 
has a high heel fetish, and he's trying to scientifically prove that wearing high heels is better because he wants to see more women in high heels. Just like a few years ago, there was a study done saying that if women uh, stop wearing bras, it would actually help their breasts set up a little bit better. And I believe it's because whoever did that study just like to see women without bras, and they're trying to justify it and use their intelligence and cherry-pick information to validate their personal fetish, which I'm all in agreement with, but I have my skepticism. Coleman, these are scientists at Fudan University in Shanghai. They discovered the connection by chance. Certain, sir, they did. It was all a complete accident. has nothing to do with a high heel fetish. Okay. Well, they conducted a study into the impact different shoe heights had on women's pelvic floor muscles. The pelvic floor, if you're wondering, spans the bottom of the pelvis and supports the pelvic organs, such as the bladder and the bowel, and the uterus in women. It's recommended that you do pelvic floor exercises to strengthen your muscles. Now, the NHS which is different than the uh, Chinese scientists. The NHS says that while a strong pelvic floor is, is, is good for urinary incontinence and can help treat pelvic organ prolapse, it can also help with your sex life. So higher heels equals better orgasm for women. All right, so how about we just give women those uh, those stilts that we see clowns walk on at the circus? Maybe if, if the higher the heel, the bigger the orgasm, maybe they should walk around in those clown stilts that we see at the circus. Coleman, they still have to be able to live their lives and live a productive life, life and, and go about their business. But, hey, a, a woman's heel should be at least two inches. Three inches is fine, better. Four inches is even better than that. Okay, well, let me ask you this. If, if, this, if this research is found that wearing heels can help women, do you think it could do the same for men? Like, should men start wearing high heels too? So if, do we have the same kind of pelvic muscles, and maybe we can see if we can reach a better O by wearing no, heels? No, it doesn't. It doesn't the, the study that I've looked at doesn't, doesn't say anything about that. Because I've seen Prince and Rick James wear some platform stiletto shoes and they seem to be enjoying the hell out of this. Look, look at Kiss. <laughs> right. Jesus. So maybe we should ask Gene Simmons how's his old doing these days. Well, he'll be the first one to tell you. Uh, he'll, he'll tell you that he's uh, been with uh, 19,877 <laughs> women or whatever it is. Um, All right. So, But when it comes to men, Coleman, okay. it's interesting you ask that question. Strengthening and training the pelvic floor muscles can help also reduce the symptoms of erectile dysfunction. Huh. <laughs> and so these, uh, these scientists in China, they quizzed over 1,200 women on what style of shoes they wore most often. After analyzing their results, 
the experts found that two-inch heels were the optimal fit. They explained that this is because when a woman is standing in them, their pelvis tilts enough so that the muscles repeatedly contract, helping to keep them in good shape. And it was uh, found that the biggest impact was seen in women who wore two-inch heels for at least eight hours a day. You know, I hear studies of guys, when they get older, they suffer with ED. So I haven't gotten to that stage of my life yet. So I'm thinking now maybe I should go invest in some heels. That way I can prevent it, like a preventative measure. So tomorrow, John, if you see me walking to the studio and I look two inches taller than usual, don't judge me. <laughs> you know? Well, Coleman, they have like cowboy boots that, that have a, a big heel. And finally, the experts found that shoes with very high heels or flat shoes were not able to stimulate the muscle in the same way as the two-inch heel. So that's the Goldilocks zone. It has to be within, it can't be below two inches. Yeah, two or three inches, I guess. Uh, and it can't be higher than two or three inches. So that's the Goldilocks zone that women need to wear heels for them to experience that magical O, that mythical magical O that we believe exists. Yeah, so here's a, here's a public service announcement from the John Osterlin Morning Show and uh, Chinese scientists. Please remember, John Osterlin is not a medical doctor. If you're a woman... And you want to have the best orgasm you could possibly have, wear two-inch heels. Please remember, John Osterlin is not a medical doctor. But I read what these Chinese scientists are saying. All right, coming up next. It's, speaking of, it, it's the big O. Uh, coming up next. And this has to do with uh, a, a woman who is suing the school district where her children go to school because she used to volunteer there, but the school uh, told her they don't want her volunteering anymore when they found out something about her. We will tell you next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. 
Classic Rock Station. Good morning, I'm John Osterlin. And since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. I always want to get your take on the Big O. Florida mother says school won't let her volunteer because she's on OnlyFans. And she's suing now, suing the school district for $1 million. $1 million. A mother in Florida is suing the Orange County Public School District for $1 million in damages after she says she was banned from volunteering because she has an OnlyFans page. And OnlyFans is where um, mostly women, there might be some men, it's where mostly women um, go online and, and they get naked and and guys pay them. People pay them money to see them naked online. She's a 30-year-old mother of two. Her name is Victoria Traice. And she says, I would say that it's nobody's position to judge what anybody does in their private life. She said she started her career creating adult content online two and a half years ago by creating a page on the website OnlyFans. She uploaded sexually explicit content for anyone who subscribes to her OnlyFans page by paying her $12.99 a month. That's reasonable. That's fairly reasonable. What, for for OnlyFans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can range up to like $29.99 a month. (laughs) Please. She says, if I'm not hurting anybody and I'm not affecting anybody's day, then it's somebody's choice to do something that's fully legal. She and her attorney claim her online adult career is the reason the principal of her son's school informed her she'd no longer be able to participate in the school district's volunteer program. So she was volunteering at her son's public school. Yeah, I'm 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 foggy about that because I don't have kids, so clearly I don't have kids that go to school. But when they say she was volunteering, what did she volunteer to do? Did she volunteer to give out uh, lunch? Did she volunteer to do homework? Was she a volunteer tutor? Did she volunteer at gym class? Like, what does a volunteer actually do? Uh, that doesn't matter what... No, just out of curiosity, because that, that, that might affect what, what area she's in at the school. Like, is she helping out the volunteers? No, she was volunteering, giving her time for free 
mm-hmm. to help out her son's public school. It, it doesn't for whatever ma- reason. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, schools are, are looking for volunteers to do different stuff a All right. lot. But then the second question is, how did they discover that she had an OnlyFans? Well, that's the, that's the big question. Yeah. You would think you someone who's associated with that school probably on OnlyFans, and perhaps saw her. I, I, I don't know him. And then it's the who snitched after that. So you have the discovery, then you have the snitch. She says, it doesn't validate. Like, it's not my whole life. That's a part of my life, but it's not my life of being a mom or being a parent. She thinks it's important to volunteer for school activities involving her two sons. I agree with that. Sure it is. Parents should be involved in what their kids are doing at school. Well, because her school district said they don't want her volunteering anymore, she's not allowed to volunteer anymore because she has an OnlyFans page. Her and her attorney sent a letter to the school district demanding it pays $1 million in damages and she be reinstated as a classroom volunteer. Uh, she was a classroom. All right, I know. All right, I get it now. She was a classroom volunteer. Well, she wants the million dollars and she wants to continue to volunteer. I would love to see how the school worded it saying that she couldn't volunteer anymore like i remember we talked about this maybe a month ago about a similar situation and you said i want to see what they actually put in writing to stop this parent from doing whatever this parent has to do i would like to see the the, the school's actual ruling the way they word it sentence by sentence of why this parent cannot volunteer just because she has only fans like what is the actual reason i know her her volunteering at her son's school is is one thing her doing OnlyFans is another thing. She doesn't combine the two. She said, my mother did it for me, and having her there was the best joy growing up, just getting to have a parent see you at school and encourage you to want to be at school. And uh, the Orange County Public Schools there in Florida were asked to comment on this, but they said uh, they don't comment on potential pending or ongoing litigation. Okay. Do you think it's also kind of brazen to believe that a school that needs volunteers just has $1 million? Well, Coleman, they, they had to pick a number. I mean, that's, and that's, number the, that's the number her and her lawyer lawyer picked um but i i don't understand if 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 volunteering at school has nothing to do with her only fans she, she's not getting naked at her son's public school she's volunteering with her clothes on i, I don't understand why they wouldn't let her continue to volunteer. I, I, you know, especially now, we've seen a bunch of women leave their jobs 
and make more money doing OnlyFans. We, we've done stories about more than one woman who's doing that. And why doesn't, why doesn't a, a person have the right to do that on their own time and it doesn't interfere or get in the way with her volunteering with her son's public school? Exactly. And if, uh, see, an argument could be made that maybe her having OnlyFans was causing a distraction. But once again, I don't see how. It's not like she was bringing her OnlyFans, OnlyFans content to the school and showing people the pictures on her phone and stuff like that. It's not like she performed the stuff she does on OnlyFans at the school. Like, the two are completely separate. And another case can be made. Let's say they didn't. Uh, they don't want her volunteering at her son's school. But now all of a sudden her sons are lagging behind because she's not there to support them like she used to. And their grades start slipping or they start misbehaving. An argument can be made, look, my sons are slipping because you won't allow me to volunteer at the school anymore. And now they're not performing the way they would had I been there volunteering for my sons. The, the, the education of the sons should be the number one priority, not what she does in her personal life. Look, I understand how schools have rules. Um... But, but, but saying our students' parents can't volunteer because they're on OnlyFans? Look, Coleman and I have talked about this before. I've, I've, I'm looking into ways to make money on OnlyFans. Um, I have a friend who's a dwarf, and, and, I, and I contacted my, 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 my friend to see because I understand that there are some people that are, that are interested in that. Um, my friend who's a dwarf did, didn't want to, although they're kind of hurting for cash right now. And, and, and I, and, and I said, look, let's, let's get you on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think there may be enough people out there that w- would like to see you. Yeah, just wear a Mardi Gras mask. You know, you don't have to put your face on OnlyFans. People just go there for your body. If you're listening right now, do you think that this mother has a legitimate lawsuit here because she, all she wants to do is volunteer at her at her son's school. But now they're not letting her volunteer because she has an OnlyFans page. Do you think that that's right? Again, she's a volunteer. The school isn't paying her anything. And you would think most schools would want as many parents to volunteer as they could possibly get. Uh, and, and I would like to know exactly how they found out she had an OnlyFans page. Who at that school who's dealing with all kinds of children is on OnlyFans just looking and paying It, it, would you have a problem if, if a mother of a child in in your child's school was volunteering, but she happened to have an OnlyFans page, or or would you agree with the school? Would you would you want her out? I think she's getting uh, hosed. 
Text us at 504-260-9595. Keep your text short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we will read it coming up next on the show. And please never text while you're driving. What do you think about the Florida mom who is suing her son's school district because they won't let her volunteer anymore because she has an OnlyFans page? Your texts on that are coming up next. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. A donkey that had been running loose in Rhode Island for four months has been captured. The owner thanked animal control officers, saying they saved his ass. (laughs) Coming up next, your texts on the... Florida mother who is suing her son's school district because they told her to stop volunteering there because she has an OnlyFans page. She, she, she's not happy about that. Your texts on that next here on Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us this morning's Big O segment, it's about a Florida mom who is suing her son's school district for $1 million because they told her they don't want her to volunteer there anymore because they found out she has an OnlyFans page where uh, people pay her $12.99 a month uh, to see her naked. Which is fairly reasonable by OnlyFans standards. And so um, she's 30 years old. Her name is Victoria Trice. She has two sons that go to the school in Orange County, Florida. And she volunteered there for a while. Which is great. Isn't it great when parents volunteer at their at their children's public schools? But somebody at that school found out she has an OnlyFans page, and I'd like to know who that is and how they found out. And because of that, Orange County Public School District told her, we don't want you volunteering anymore. So now she's suing for $1 million. I'm not a fan of lawsuits. But I think she has something here because the two are completely different. They're separate. She's not getting naked while she's volunteering at her son's school. And um, I I don't see the problem if she's a good volunteer. Who cares what she does in her uh, if she's if she's on OnlyFans, making some extra money on the side. I ask you to text us and, and tell us what you think of this. This first text says, how do you get fired from a volunteer job? It's a great question. I mean, they're not paying you. I mentioned that when we first were talking about it. And, and they don't want you anymore? <laughs> this text says, women think there are no consequences for getting naked online. But there shouldn't be, though, right? Not in this instance. Yeah, there are consequences 
for being a sex worker. And it's pretty, and it's those consequences come from people that are very judgmental. Yeah, and I've had it with people looking down on sex workers. This woman is a sex worker. She is. She people just see her; they don't touch her. But but she's uh, doing what she has to to help feed her children, keep clothes on their back, and keep a roof over their head. Yeah, she's taking her clothes off so her kids can have clothes on. That's right. Maggie says, "Who are they to judge? If that's how she makes money and take care of her kids, good for her. It's a flexible job, and she can spend time with the kids, which a regular nine to five job doesn't allow." Uh, you're right on, Maggie. I agree with you. This text says, depending on what she was volunteering for, I would be uh, a little leery to have someone that gets naked for money helping my kids. I don't know exactly what she did as a volunteer at the public school. It, it said she's a classroom volunteer. I, I don't I don't know what that is. But, again, I don't see what, what one has to do with the other. Yeah, I, what's, the, I, what's the actual fear? It's like you said, she's not getting naked for money at the school, and it's not like the kids have the money to give her so she can get naked at the school. Plus, I don't think she's a pedophile. It's not like she's going around molesting the kids or anything like that. She's not doing nothing to the kids that are, that is harmful. The, if anything, the worst that is happening is she's in a, the rumor mill and a gossip mill with the other volunteers. If anything, she has to be careful because other parents, especially men, might come harass her. She's more at risk than her. Uh, she's more at risk from adult volunteers than she's being at risk to the actual kids. Because unless your kids has a credit card, they can't sign up for her OnlyFans account. They don't have the money to get her naked. And plus, she probably wouldn't do it anyway because she's an adult and the kids are kids. She's good looking, too. Um, <laughs> she's, an, she's an attractive woman. And I've had it with 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 you know, women who are trying to make a few extra bucks. I, I, I've had it with them being uh, looked down upon like this, being being downgraded like this. What? what all she's trying to do is, uh, is is make a few extra bucks. Alicia says, people need to learn how to mind their damn business. I hope the mom gets more than a million. Right on, Alicia. This text says, Sasha Gray tried to donate books to schools, but they wouldn't take them because she was a porn actress. Now, see, stuff like that is unfortunate. Here's this woman who's trying to actually do something beneficial for children, give, give them books and maybe some school supplies, but they won't take it from her. Because she's a porn actress, like the kids reading a book given to them by a porn actress is going to taint the education that's inside the book for some reason. Like the value of the book is diminished because if, if somebody gave you an encyclopedia, oh, but I got it from a porn actress, therefore I can't learn from it? That's dumb. Coleman, are you familiar with Sasha Gray's work? I don't know. Maybe I am. I, 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 have, to, I have to see you to figure it out. I'll do some research uh, during the break. All right, my new best friend, uh, John Luna, says, I had a friend whose mom was a stripper, and the parents loved her around. Different times, I guess. Hmm. But imagine that. Imagine somebody having a cure for cancer, but you don't want the cure for cancer because you find out that the person who has the cure for cancer has an OnlyFans account. Like, oh, I, we can't take this cure because you get naked on OnlyFans. But they, they could cure cancer. That's how dumb this is to me. Uh, this text says, I think what she does in her free times is no one's business, but I feel the school is allowed to say who uh, that she can't volunteer uh, simply not to bring attention to sex sexual content. I want the Orange County Public School District in Florida where this is happening. I want them to uh, tell us how they found out this uh, mother of two of their students has an OnlyFans page. 
I, I want them. I want them to tell me uh, and and tell the world how they how they found that out. Which which uh, member of the Orange County Public School District in Florida uh, was on OnlyFans and found this out? All right, last one I can squeeze in. Edwin Edwards says he's definitely getting free publicity. Front page press, front page press. No matter how, uh, no matter how you got there. Well, you know, with this publicity she's getting, um, because this story is going big, and you got people like us talking about it, maybe she'll see a lot more uh, twelve dollar and ninety nine cent monthly subscriptions to her OnlyFans page. But she wants to volunteer. They don't even pay her, and they said no because you're you're on OnlyFans. Really? Yeah. Again, I, I I've I've had it with women who who are trying to make a life for themselves, who are trying to make some money. Um, I I've had it with them being shunned yeah. by 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 society. Like this one just came in. It's about respecting yourself. How is that disrespectful? I don't, I don't see how she's disrespecting herself because she's found her niche and she found what she's good at and she's providing for her kids and she wants to help. Her kids by volunteering. There's literally nothing disrespectful about that. No, people just look at her. Nobody touches her. Hell, Coleman and I have said it. If we could make twelve ninety nine a month on uh, on on OnlyFans, we would. Um, thank you for your texts. We always appreciate them. Coming up next, we've got a pretty cool list. A list of things that Generation Z is uh, trends by millennials that Generation Z is trying to end. I like that. Uh, That's coming up next. I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. So I'm Generation X. Uh, Coleman, would you be be a millennial? (sighs) I'm right there on the the cusp. I'm somewhere in between. I don't consider myself a millennial, but I don't know. I'm like right in between a millennial and whatever was before millennial well because millennials are after generation x right yeah i'm on the cusp and then after after millennials is generation z and generation z is sharing trends by millennials that they plan to end so you've got you've got Generation Z looking up at millennials saying, I don't like these trends that you have and and we're out we're out to end them. Okay, sounds like every generation ever. Sure. You look at the generation above you and you and, and you say, Boy, this is what you got wrong and, and, and we're gonna we're gonna fix that. All right. Here is um that list. Weird and or drawn-on eyebrows. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess that's a that's a millennial trend that Generation Z wants to end. 
I can't say that because they've been drawn on eyebrows ever since ancient Egypt. If you ever look at the pharaohs and the stuff in Queen, like Cleopatra, they all had drawn on eyebrows. So I can't say that's a millennial thing. Well, Generation Z has had it with that. Expensive hipster food like avocado toast. I agree with that wholeheartedly. All that pumpkin spice craziness. Uh, cable television. Now nah, I feel old. Well, I mean, when you when you look at streaming and how much less expensive it is than cable television, you could you could see where Generation Z is coming from. No, it goes beyond that. I know I know people in their twenties that don't even own televisions because they'd rather watch whatever streaming on their phones. Like. It's, it's bad enough not to have cable. They don't even have televisions in their rooms. They don't want a television in their room. They would rather watch everything from their phone. Mm. That's weird. Like, how could you not watch Avengers Endgame on a 65-inch TV, but you watch it on a 6-inch portable device? But think about it. If you're Generation Z, your whole life you've had right. a cell phone in your hand. So I'm going to have to go with a, uh, that one. I don't agree with that. Here's uh, something else that... Generation Z, another trend by millennials that they want to end. The man bun hairstyle. I I, I completely agree with that. Generation Z is pretty cool. So far, I know they're going to do something, though, because they're still a younger generation. They're going to have that one in there that's completely ridiculous. Uh, Lip injections. I can agree with that. Yeah, you see... You see some of these women, look at the Kardashians. I mean, one day you see them, they have no lips. And then the next day you see a picture of them and they got, their their lips are huge. Now, one thing I could say about Gen Z is they are very body positive. They don't care what bag you come in as long as you have a good personality. I, I will say that about them. They're not really concerned about big asses and big lips and big breasts. They're more like, how are you on the inside? Um... Drinking IPA beer. Now, see, see, now we got to fight. Ah, see, Generation Z. I knew it was going to hit me with one. I got to have my Lagunitas. I got to have my Rod Iron. I love my IPAs. Yeah, you're a big IPA fan? I love them. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a beer snob. I'm I'm very happy with my with my Miller Lite or my, my Yingling or my, my Bud Light. I'm, that, that's, that's fine with me. So... I would I would halfway agree with Gen Z if they also get rid of White Claw and these salsa beers coming out. Um, another trend by millennials that Generation Z plans to end. Choosing a financially stable job over their dream job, then regretting it. Hmm. That's interesting. So they, they would rather... Throw away their dreams just to be financially stable? No, no, the other way around. Oh, okay, good. They're good. the other way around. All right, great. The millennials are the ones that choose the financially stable job, and and then they choose that over their dream job, and then they regret it. That's what that's what they're saying. Cool. All right. Well, they're batting six hundred. Um, the whole I've been doing this longer than you vibe that millennials carry. I agree with that. I agree with that. Generation Z's all right. 
It's the millennials. They're, they're the ones that, that hey, you look at funny. The bad relationship millennials have with other generations, including their own Generation Z, including baby boomers. I don't think Gen Z has that much charisma to do that. Because here's what's going to happen. Gen Z is going to grow up, and the generation that uh, proceeds them, they're not going to like them. Gen Z is going to look down on them, and they're going to look up and say, you know what, I don't like what Gen Z is doing, and they're going to start bumping heads. It's easy for Gen Z to say what they're going to do now because they're still up and coming. And finally, I, I think this is the coolest. Uh, the, the last trend by millennials that Generation Z plans to end. Cancel culture. I yeah! think, yes, I think that's cool. You know, I think comedians and... Uh, social commentators, social satirists. I think they have to be able to say what they want to say. And you know what? We need to be in a place that we used to be in. If some people didn't like it, so what? But isn't it kind of hypocritical to say that Gen Z is canceling cancer culture by canceling what millennials are doing? No, they're trying. Well, they're trying to end that. That's trend. what canceling means. <laughs> they're you trying know- to end stuff about millennials, so they're kind of like canceling the. Themse- I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a weird double thing going on. This text says, Generation Z can't even start a lawnmower, let alone change anything. Well, at least they're, they're, they're letting you know <laughs> they're what, they, what they, what they want to do. But look, Gen Z, by the time they start mowing the lawn, they wouldn't need to start it. They have like the technology where they can cut cut the grass from an app. They can, You know how they got the drones they can fly with the cell phones? I wouldn't be surprised if you can. they can put an app on a lawnmower and they do it like a room, but they can control the lawnmower from inside their house with an app and don't even have to go outside to start the lawnmower. They already got the automatic push start cars. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I hope, hopefully generations. Yeah. will at least get that last one because, and they could bring back some stuff too. Like, you know, grunge, <laughs> real hip hop, awesome television shows and movies. But that, but that stuff's in our past. I know. You can't, you can't be repeating stuff that's already been done. It, no, you can, just with better technology, like just like this new Indiana Jones movie coming out. You know, you, you have an old great idea, and then you you mix it with modern technology. Imagine with all the technology we have right now, how 80s and 90s music was sounded. They produced it today with all the, all the special effects and stuff and the, 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 the concerts, uh, laser shows that we, they can have now if they start going back to their roots. Well, I, I thought that, um, you know, all, all generations, it'd be nice if everybody got along with each other, but uh, I, I like I, I like the way Generation Z is thinking there when it comes to the uh, trends by millennials that they, they'd like to end. Yeah, but hand me a beer over a White Claw any day. Hey, coming up, I still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. And coming up next, something very popular from a television show is going on the auction block. Uh, Stay tuned for those reports next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. So something that was immense on television is going up for auction 
next month. Henry Winkler, the actor who played Fonzie on Happy Days on that television show, he's uh, auctioning off a Fonzie leather jacket. Evidently, there were six of them made. One of them got stolen in 1980 from the Paramount television lot where that's the studio where they where they filmed the show Happy Days. And Henry Winkler had two of them. Gary Marshall, who created the show, had two of them. And then one of them had the lining ripped out of it. So there were only six leather jackets ever made for Fonzie on Happy Days. I'm impressed that they were made instead of just going somewhere and buying a leather jacket for the character. Well, and he's he's putting one up for, it's going to go on auction uh, December 8th in Los Angeles. Uh, Henry Winkler is now 76 years old. Can you believe that the Fonz is 76? And they are hoping the, the jacket will be auctioned off alongside of a Fonzie pair of jeans that he wore on the TV show, a T-shirt, a white T-shirt that he wore on the show, and motorcycle boots that he wore on the show. So a whole Fonzie outfit with the leather jacket, they're saying it's going to get they think it's going to get in between $50,000 and $70,000. Man, if that's just for the outfit, imagine if somebody had the water skis that Fonzie jumped the shark on and how much that would be worth. Well, evidently, Coleman, the leather jacket that had the lining ripped out of it was the one he wore on that episode hmm. when he jumped the shark. Hmm. That's cool. So maybe the leather jacket jumped the shark with him. But that's pretty cool. Again, that's going to be December 8th in Los Angeles. And 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 a bunch of that money that they raise is going to go to charity. And, and that's cool. You, you know, Happy Day, that was big back in the 70s. That was, that was really big. I mean, that was before cable television when there was only five channels on everybody's TV set. And Happy Days was watched by a lot of people. And so it'll be interesting to see uh, how much they get for the Fonzie outfit. Pay attention to that. Coming up next, got the dumbest thing I read all morning here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Shoot the thrill. Too many women, too many pills. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Florida Teacher of the Year arrested for hitting student who criticized award. High school English teacher Caroline Lee. who was 60 years old, was proudly hailed as 
Teacher of the Year by the Duval County Public Schools last Wednesday. Hey, congratulations. Well, on Friday, she hit a female student in the face and kicked her in the leg. And now she won't be teaching. Paya! Evidently, after this award was announced last week, Coleman, one of her students went on Instagram and criticized the award, criticized the teacher. The teacher saw that on Instagram, so the teacher then said to the student, I, I want to see you in my office. The student was terrified, didn't go into her office. The teacher went into a classroom where the student was and said, excuse me, you need to come out here. And all the other students went, ooh. <laughs> so the student goes out. They walk down the hall. They go into an empty room, shut the door, and that's where the teacher punched her in the face, and kicked her in the shin. All because she criticized her and the award she won, Teacher of the Year, two days earlier. I mean, other than that, how was the student's grades? Uh, it doesn't say here in the story how the uh, student is doing academically. Oh, okay. Because that would be the real test whether or not she would deserve teacher of the year. All of our students, you know, had great GPAs, had some good, you know, uh, SAT scores or whatnot. Not, not the ass whipping, right? Yeah, well, the teacher has been removed from the classroom and will not return uh, pending the judicial and internal procedures. I'm not trying to justify what the teacher did. But isn't it kind of a, a, a isn't it kind of a bitch move when you have a problem with somebody and you, instead of facing the problem head on and confront the person, you go on social media and bitch? Like, I always felt weird about that. Like if you're gonna say something, say it to my face. Don't go tell everybody else except me, right? Yeah. Well, the the teacher admitted being in the classroom but denied hitting the girl, but she could not explain the girl's bloody nose. Ah. To say she's 60 years old, she's able to give somebody a bloody nose. She might be a little bit more powerful. But think about that for a minute. On Wednesday, the county where you work in gives you Teacher of the Year. You get that award. And then on Friday, you're arrested because because you, you punched a female student who, who criticized you and that award on Instagram, saying that she didn't think you should have won that award. Yeah, that was pretty dumb, but once again, how the student's grades, right? <laughs> if the student's grades are good, maybe she does deserve the reward. I'm sorry. But th what's, what's incredible about this is that the teacher of the year did something so dumb that it was the dumbest thing I read all day. I mean, I... Imagine, you're the teacher of the year, and now you're on the dumbest thing I read all day on a radio show. Teacher of the year! Well, anyways, the Florida teacher of the year 
who was arrested for beating one of her female students who criticized the award and criticized her. Paya! Two days after she won the award. That's the dumbest thing I read all morning. On Bayou 95.7. Boy, Florida is some state, huh? New Orleans only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.